Hello, everybody. This is Jesse Shrek with Practical Missions Cohort, serving in the northern parts of Italy, currently near Venice, also now in the city of Udine, and uh, with our work consisting ultimately of evangelism, discipleship, and church planting, the apostolic-style church planting, where we train and equip national men, leaders, to oversee the flock and get involved in pastoral ministry, form a plurality of elders to oversee the flock, and then we move on and continue planting churches until Christ returns or the Lord calls us home. So thank you for being a part of the ministry. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, Today's update, we are titling High Water, and uh, this comes from our email update, which we send out about every 10 days uh, or so. And uh, we say high water because if you've seen on the news, and I think it's it's kind of worldwide news at this point, uh, Venice, the city of Venice, the city built on water hundreds of years ago, uh, <clears throat> is having problems, record high flooding, uh, something that the highest floods it's had in, in over 50 years, I believe. And uh, a lot of uh, damage has been done to the city. I mean, the buildings are still standing for the most part. I think maybe one fell. Uh, boats though up on the air in places they shouldn't be, lots of uh, stores with lots of water damage, uh, the most famous uh, book library or, or bookstore in, in, in Venice, uh, unique for how it's made out of books and so on, also a lot of damage done there, many, many different things, documentations, all kinds of stuff have suffered uh, great damage there in Venice, people's appliances and so on, uh, saturated with water, no longer functional, Lots and lots of damage happening in in Venice. People underwater, uh, the streets you cannot tell because everything is underwater, and you're walking around with high boots and so on. Uh, so that's the that's the reason we titled this "High Water," and uh, we share in this update. If you, uh, we'll have the link to, in the show notes to the the email update uh, that went out. Uh, also available soon uh, on the practicalmissions.org website. Uh, but you can check out just one video, and then if you go from there on YouTube, you can probably find 20 or 50 more uh, of the same thing, highlighting some of the damage, things happening uh, in Venice at this time. It's just day after day of rain here in this area, uh, flooding throughout the whole region of Veneto, flooding also over in Friuli in that region, and uh, perhaps even other regions that I'm not aware of. Uh, but in, in Venice in particular, there's, there's a lot of damage that has been occurring. Uh, strong winds coming in. Uh, they started back in the, I believe it is in the 80s, a, a project called Mose, uh, Moses, uh, where they have this underground thing in the water that's supposed to rise up when high waters come in to keep the water from rising in Venice and causing all this damage. Uh, the project is a major failure for a variety of reasons. It just didn't work out. They couldn't make it happen. And uh, still today, after all these years, I think they officially started it in the early 2000s. It's 2019, and, and still this thing is not functional. And so things like this are happening, and everybody's beside themselves, and millions of dollars have been lost, and so on. Uh, <clears throat> but in any case, um, the update today, we're looking at, I got it in front of me here on the computer. Uh, we'll, we'll do a, a short update, a couple new things, uh, some answers to prayer. We'll share about that. Uh, new ways you can be praying. A couple photos are in here. Uh, a link to a, a message from uh, Brother Caleb, who was here in Italy, uh, serving together with us for a short time. Also bringing uh, words of edification for uh, a church body, church plant there in the Udine city. And uh, and that's really it for today. It should be relatively brief. So uh, the the Bible exhortation for today, we just have uh, we have this verse here from 2 Timothy. So the Apostle Paul to the younger Timothy, who he's, he's passing the baton, so to speak, his final letter to Timothy. And uh, Brother Caleb preached from this particular verse uh, on a couple Sundays ago when he was here, and we, we let him preach for the people in English, and then someone translated to Italian. Uh, it says, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self 
control. If you're in Christ, if you're born from above, born of God, uh, you have uh, not a spirit of fear. You don't need to fear man. Now you fear God rightly, and you've been given power. Uh, the, the work of the Holy Spirit within you, the same power that raised Christ from the dead at work in you, transforming your your, your mind, your affections, and so on. And, uh, and you have love, genuine love. You know you don't deserve the love of God, but you've been given it, and that's poured into your hearts, and you also have self-control. You are able to do things, uh, be uh, take control of your body and your uh, your flesh and so on by the power of the Spirit and live a godly life unto the Lord, all by His grace and for His glory. So remember that today. If you are born of God, these things are true for you too. You don't have a spirit of fear anymore, but you do have power, love, and self-control, uh, a gift from God for you to live a godly life that brings Him glory. Amen. Uh, so as we get in here, uh, the, the video I already mentioned, I can't tell you any more about that, but you can go check it out. We encourage you to do that uh, and pray for the folks there in, in Venice. Uh, thankfully, I don't think anybody died, uh, which is great, uh, but all the damage that's done, we would ask you to pray for the folks uh, specifically that uh, they would consider their life uh, as a result of this. Uh, something significant about a flood, at one time God flooded the earth and uh, uh, started a whole new, uh, a whole new uh, part of redemptive history. And... Uh, but a, a, another flood of sorts is coming. Judgment Day is coming. And uh, many are going to perish uh, apart from Christ, not knowing Him. They'll be uh, condemned to uh, eternal torment in hell. And, and that's a reality. And people need to hear the gospel to be able to believe in the gospel. They need to know who Jesus is to rightly believe in Jesus. They need to know uh, the way of salvation, what God asks of us, the only way we can please Him, which is by faith. And that faith includes repentance and then trusting in Christ. Uh, so... Pray for the folks here to be sensitized to that reality. The floods are coming. The water's coming. Uh, everything they think life is, is is not what it is. They need to really consider re true life is in Christ, in Christ alone. He offers full satisfaction, the only true satisfaction. Uh, and, and they need to be right with God, and there's only one way for that. So pray for hearts to be sensitized. Pray for us to, to find open doors because of this reality as we're evangelizing uh, to see people come to saving faith. Uh, last week, we asked you to pray for our first uh, mini-conference that we were preparing to host at the Punta Luce Church Plant. Punto di Luce, we just call it Punto Luce, uh, light point. Uh, the Lord heard your prayers, and we were able to put on a good event and see souls gathered from two church plants. Uh, we invited friends to come join us, and they came, and to hear sound teaching on the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, it was a great time, great event. People stepped up, helped with the translation work. Uh, Brother Caleb brought two lessons on the Holy Spirit, fantastic, really good, solid stuff which uh, really was just a touching of the surface, but enough to uh, edify people for sure, stimulate people to go deeper into Scripture, to know God better, and to appreciate the gift of the Holy Spirit and so on in our lives, and so we can live to edify one another to the glory of God and, and be a true church body and, and good witnesses and so on. And uh, so thank you for praying for that. Uh, Brother Caleb, actually, I mentioned it in the previous podcast, I think, when I was uh, doing the, the previous update, uh, he actually got food poisoning, ate some kind of uh, maybe uncooked not properly cooked meat during their stop in Paris on their way here to Italy. Uh, and he was hacking up like you wouldn't believe. I mean, just throwing up like a fountain coming out of him. It reminded me of the olden days when I was uh, using drugs and, and, and 
with a bad crowd and so on uh, and often myself vomiting all over the place unfortunately very embarrassing but uh here he was uh we walk out of a laundromat because our laundry machine stopped working by the way brother martin i don't know if you listen into these or not but you sent in some cash and we appreciate that uh we used part of it to buy uh, a new wash machine our wash machine was just broken tried to fix it nothing worked it seems like the circuit boards are bad uh we used it for many years now so i think we got our money out of it but we use some of your cash to help get a new one so thank you for that if you do hear this and uh, god bless you uh, very very appreciate it uh, all you do uh but anyway uh so we have no wash machine we're over at the laundromat uh just hanging out talking talking about different things with ministry and so on there in new york and here in italy and and uh and whatnot and we walk out of the wash machine all of a sudden he says hold on i'll be right back he steps aside and there's a tree there and he just starts vomiting all of a sudden I'm like whoa i can't believe this is happening what's going on because he would just seem fine and all of a sudden he's throwing up something in his stomach was not well and so he was throwing it up and then all that night uh, at one point i think i caught it yeah i caught it in a bag he was about to throw up but his wife was in the bathroom he couldn't get in and he's sitting there and it's coming out of his mouth i run in with a bag and catch it just in time it was like uh something out of the book of uh the acts of the apostles or something absolutely amazing time uh not really it wasn't that fun it wasn't that exciting it was actually quite uh stressful and not good and he wasn't happy about it for sure painful didn't eat for days and so on uh and it was supposed to be part of their time here in italy was also they took a night in venice to uh celebrate 10 years of marriage but i don't think it was very pleasant when you're not feeling well and so on uh, but praise God, the Lord did sustain him. People of the church heard about his illness, were praying for him, and uh, and God sustained him. He was able to do uh, a good day of preaching on that Sunday. So that was really good. Uh, but we, we do ask you to pray for this. Pray that next year we can work out uh, another conference similar to this. If Brother Caleb can be able to come out, uh, frees up us from having to put together all the teachings and, and stuff and makes it special because we have a special guest speaker yeah that's really exciting and uh and then we can gather different friends from different churches bless them as well create unity in, in that way and uh and everybody uh, glor- uh edified and, and god glorified so pray we can do something similar next year maybe even plan it even more in advance and get more folks able to come and be blessed uh through that and uh and here in venice i mentioned the weather lots of damage okay pray for those people already said that uh the punto luce church plant uh, we, we'll say a couple things of encouragement. Thank you for praying for those folks there. Thank you for praying for us as we uh, labor to serve them and love them in Christ and, and see them edified in God's word. Uh, we're very encouraged uh, to see the Lord uh, working in this particular group, this church plant. And uh, we've now officially formed a, a music ministry, uh, five different people working together to uh, to uh, lead the worship each Sunday, uh, one person working the projector and the, and the music, uh, Four of us uh, coordinating the music, songs, and 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 uh, a brother playing the guitar. Jerry with the little shaker, and uh, another singer as well as Jerry, and it's it's been a great great blessing. It's wonderful to see folks uh, stepping up uh, and, and and being active in the church body. That's how it's supposed to work. We're not there as spectators, <clears throat> which unfortunately when when the churches get too large, then we kind of do become spectators. <clears throat> too often that's a tendency but here in Italy when we're small there's opportunity if we do it right uh, by God's grace to see people involved in every aspect serving and and being the body of Christ so praise God for that we're encouraged by that and also now we're developing a, a, what we're calling a hospitality ministry uh, for our Sunday service it simply means uh we start the the worship starts there at ten thirty. So at ten, we'll have we're getting a little espresso machine here, a tiny cheap one just for capsules. You put it in and it makes an espresso. And uh, one of the sisters in the church works at uh, a coffee place, so she can get a discount. Fantastic. And uh, at the same time, getting some uh, pastries or something like this each Sunday, just making it available so people can come early, hang out, enjoy that fellowship time, 
uh, hanging out, new people who come and visit. We're able to get to know them better over a coffee, offer something to them. A very simple thing, but uh, we find it to be a, a fruitful part of, of the Sunday gathering, a good thing. So we're starting that now, and people are going to be, Lord willing, taking on a role to help facilitate that. Uh, pray for that too. Wonderful thing. It's encouraging. Uh, and, and what's happening now is uh, the group is giving uh, testimonies on the Lord's Day. So after a couple songs, we open up to the floor. If anybody wants to share a Bible verse that they read that was encouraging to them or changed them, touched them, uh, a testimony, what God is doing in their life or doing in their hearts, uh, or ask for prayer for a specific thing, we open up and, and enable that to happen. And, and I'm amazed and happy, praising God, to see that people are opening up and sharing. And uh, we're praying then right away, one for another, different things, different needs, and we are being uh, the body of Christ. So that's very encouraging. Uh, and now we're also beginning to go through the Gospel of Mark. Uh, we actually started that a couple weeks ago before the conference, uh, but I delayed it another week just because something else was on my heart and I wanted to preach on that last week. And that had to do with uh, overlooking uh, offenses uh, do's and don'ts for overlooking offenses and to the glory of God. As Christians, we can actually do that. And uh, that was an encouraging message as well. Uh, I trust uh, uh, the Lord directed that to happen. And uh, we did see uh, fruit right away from that. People could relate to what that reality is uh, within the church body. So uh, as an effort to uh, maintain uh, harmonious and unified relationships, God-glorifying relationships, this is an aspect always important among brothers and sisters to overlook offenses. O- offenses are inevitable. You-, you can't get away from them while we're in a fallen world. And when we live as a church of Christ, the body of Christ, uh, we're sharing much of our lives. And, and that creates friction at times. It's just natural. And uh, sometimes uh, we can be wrongly uh, judged or not properly understood and things can be said and hearts can be wounded. Uh, and the fleshly tendency would be to respond or to get defensive or to uh, get back eye for eye and this kind of thing. <clears throat> but the godly response, the Christian response is to consider. Maybe there's something I need to learn from this. If God permitted this pain, uh, probably uh, there's something, uh, a reason for it beyond myself. I need to not focus on myself. Learn what God would have me learn and uh, and then pray for myself to, to, to love God, to love this person, pray for that person and uh, all these kinds of things. So much come out of it. No, there was five good points. I can't remember them all now, uh, but very good. In particular, remembering God's uh, sovereignty as well, uh, that he, anything that happens to us, uh, whatever it might be, He's permitting it. He does have good intentions always. The Lord is so good, and He's using everything uh, for our good and for His glory. So be encouraged by that as well. Uh, back to the to the page here, looking at uh, this update. So that's that for the, the Punta Lute church plant. We would ask you to just continue praying for that. Uh, provisions, we keep this on here. Please continue to pray for uh, provisions, uh, not just financial. Financial, definitely. I mean, every time we go out there, we're looking at uh, about $40 or so uh, between the gas, which is six between 6 and $7 a gallon, uh, the tolls, 10 euro each way. Uh, we're looking at about $40 or so, maybe a little more, every trip we go out there. So every Sunday, that, that's uh, be, let's just say 50, uh, four Sundays a month, right there's 200 if I have that right. Plus, if you're going out uh, during the week for a midweek thing or every other week, uh, it starts to add up and we do need support. But we trust uh, God has a way to cover that, and He is and He will uh, continue to do that. So please uh, pray for those provisions. Uh, if you feel inclined in any way to participate in the ministry, apart from if you already are uh, contributing, you're helping already. So thank you for that. Uh, don't do any of the things we do here without your financial support. Uh, if you're not a financial partner and you're a prayer partner, perhaps, or you're hearing and tuning in, and you want to make a difference uh, in the lives of the people here in Italy for the sake of Jesus Christ, for the gospel, see the church edified, encouraged, built up, this is a tangible, practical way. Uh, you can give to a variety of different things. And this would be one way you could give. Uh, you could go to practicalmissions.org, donate, and then uh, 
find a way to uh, contribute something on a monthly basis, perhaps, uh, or talk to us personally, send us a message, and we can work out a way if you wanted to give uh, 10, 20, 50, 80, 100, 200 a month, something like this. Anything makes a difference and is very, very helpful for the ministry. So uh, we trust you'll prayerfully consider that, and we thank you for actually considering that. Energy, pray for this too. When we talk about provisions, we don't mean just finances. That's absolutely crucial, but also is energy and, and wisdom with our with our time and resources to make sure we have the energy we need to do everything. Uh, we're taking on more than we can handle, of course, but at the same time, God is constantly giving every Christian more than he can handle to do. Uh, the walk he calls us to walk is more than we can handle in the flesh. Absolutely impossible. But by the power of spirit, we can do things that normally we could not do. My life is a testimony of that. I would have nothing to do with anything like this talking. Uh, if anybody knows me, I just am not interested in really saying a lot. I'm a very quiet, reserved person. Don't really care about saying anything. The only reason I talk as much as I do is because God has enabled me, given me a calling to proclaim the gospel and, and reach the lost and evangelize and so on. And that requires talking. And more and more, I find myself talking just because he has enabled me and it's part of what it means to be a Christian and it's important. Uh, so anyway, pray for also wisdom and grace, uh, apart from the, the energy and, and all that, wisdom and grace to, to balance things, to do things in, in the right way as we're still doing a transition there in that church, uh, to see this church edified, people built up and, and God glorified there. And pray for more missionaries to come serve two to four year terms uh, to help these church plant efforts. Two different cities at the same time right now, uh, unless the Lord would change our hearts and, and lead us in a different direction to do just one of them right now. We're going to continue outreaching here in Mestre and uh, hoping and trusting God will send more laborers to join in on the work here. Uh, so that being said, there is also, I didn't mention it in the update here, but there is a new, uh, a couple, a younger couple, uh, considering missions uh, in Italy full-time in a couple of years, looking to get here on the field, already accepted by another mission, but they wanted them to raise an unbelievable amount of money every month, something like $8,000, very, very extreme, luxurious, and uh, more than you need, actually. I've never had that much in a month uh, in all my years in Italy. And uh, in any case, sweet folks, nice folks. We had a good meeting. We talked already one time. And uh, we're praying for them, that the Lord direct them to what He would have them do, and where, and how, and with who, and so on. Uh, but it, we'd like to see them come and join in on the work here, because we know there's so much that could be done, and they could flourish here, and we could help them flourish with all that we've gained over the years, the Lord has taught us, and, and all that's been given to us that we have to pass on. We'd love to see them come and, and flourish here. Uh, in any case, pray for that couple. I won't mention their names just yet until uh, we see that they actually are really interested. Uh, but in any case, uh, pray for them as they're considering uh, Practical Missions Cohort and joining in on the work the Lord is doing here in our midst. Uh, that would be wonderful. We also thank God for the provision of uh, one particular uh, mother and son who has been giving uh, to help with uh, the needs so far for the for the different church plan efforts uh, of recent. Uh, they heard about the need for... Uh, uh, these provisions and have contributed, made uh, some donations, and that's really good. Uh, so pray it keep coming, and thank God for those who already are giving. A couple photos here of the, the conference we have there, the two churches gathering together. We're about 30 people or so, and that's great. We took a group photo, but already by then, a number of people had to leave a little early, so half the people aren't there. But <clears throat> in any case, it was great. We have a message here called Christian Courage. Brother Caleb mentioned that at the opening uh, of our episode today. Uh, check it out. Uh, you can find it on... Uh, on this podcast, if you listen to it, and it's worth your time, about 45-minute message. Uh, Brother Caleb, love him, appreciate him, great man of God, minister of the word, passionate, and uh, brilliant mind, wonderful guy. Very grateful that he's part of the Practical Missions Cohort team and board as well. Uh, great, great blessing to the ministry. Uh, so also we have a blog post here uh, called uh, Baptism in the Roman Catholic Church, and here's a good uh, link 
uh, a little intro to why it's important to understand Roman Catholic theology, because uh, there's too much of this ecumenical movement, uh, people thinking Catholics are okay and everything's fine. In reality, they say we're all cursed uh, because we're not with them. Uh, so th- there's a lot there. But anyway, a better understanding of how they understand baptism, they actually believe in regeneration through infant baptism and so on, that they be cleansed of original sin. And there's a lot there. Uh, but these brothers at the Reformanda Initiative, uh, Brother Leonardo de Chirico down there in Rome, doing wonderful ministry, great stuff scholarly type work with a number of people from back in the states including including dr greg allison from the southern baptist theological seminary who's also very well informed and good teacher on roman catholic theology and so on and the difference between evangelicalism uh great resource there check out the blog post check out the link read be encouraged be edified and built up there uh, to better defend uh the faith and, and that's what we say for that Short-term cohorts still forming for next year. Plenty of time to figure that all out. One of them seems like it's booked. Uh, the other one turned into a vision trip. And there's still one more possibility for uh, June uh, 16 to 25 of 2020. Uh, if you're interested, uh, check that out. Uh, a group can still take form for that, and that could be very encouraging for the ministry here and for all those who get involved. And uh, uh, I guess we'll leave it at that for today. Don't want to repeat myself too much, uh, but there's plenty of opportunities to get involved at Practical Missions Cohorts. Uh, just check out the website, practicalmissions.org. Lots to, to see there going on and lots of different ways to serve. And uh, that's it for today, guys. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for your love towards us, your prayers for us, your financial giving, and uh, even those of you who are desiring to come and serve uh, practically in a, in a certain way. Uh, thank you for considering in that capacity as well. And uh, just like Jesus was driven to his cross, literally driven to it, but also determined to get there, willing and wanting to lay down his life for his people, uh, we drive ourselves as well to the singular task of church planning in Italy exclusively. God bless you guys. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.